This is the John Oakley Show podcast. A great day for talk radio, albeit still a little chilly, but we get back into uh, warmer temps by midweek anyway, and uh, that's a good thing because, as I keep pointing out, it's a prolonged winter of our discontent. And for many people, it extended into today. I'm not talking specifically about the people who are lined up outside the pot store bright and early this morning to get their uh, avails, but the carbon tax kicked in. Saw a lot of people at the gas station yesterday trying to preempt the jump of about a nickel. And uh, this is one of those indicators in a very graphic way that uh, there's a new reality when it comes to carbon. And we're being taxed on it. For better, for worse, I suppose that's a topic worthy of discussion. We'll pick up on with our panel here shortly. About to join us, but first off, Rod Phillips, the Minister of the Environment, weighs in on the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Minister Phillips, good to have you back in the program. Good afternoon, John. Great to be here. All right. So we have the imposition now of this tax, notwithstanding this court challenge, which, by the way, do we know when it's going to court here in Ontario? Well, April 15th uh, will be uh, the first day for Ontario in court. Of course, Saskatchewan was in court uh, earlier. But, you know, John, this is something that we've been warning about. And, you know, now I think, uh, you know, it's right. Uh, well, everybody's seeing it at the gas station. They're seeing, going to see it on their on their natural gas bills. Enbridge said the increase is going to be 11%. You know, the, the financial accountability officer said this would be $648 per uh, the average household come uh, 2022. So, uh, this you know, with this uh, this discussion isn't going away. The the federal government seems to believe that the only way to fight climate change is a carbon tax. And I've been on your show before and talked about our plans and, and the progress Ontario has already made. It's uh, This is going to be a, a topic, I think, for the next few months. Well, the government's talking it up like it's revenue neutral. Do you buy that? I don't, and, and no, nor does anybody else. I mean, the idea that the government's going to charge a tax and then put as much or more money back in your pocket, A, just doesn't make sense, um, and B, I don't think people have come to find that uh, the taxes usually make the money. So so we don't find it credible. And, uh, you know, when you just talk about, you know, you talk to any family, they've got, you know, two cars, a couple kids, they've got to take them to hockey, you know, you know the, the, the driving people do to and from work. Um, these aren't options in people's lives. You know, heating your home isn't an option in Canada. It's something you have to do. And for whatever reason the federal liberals just seem out of touch with that reality and uh, you know again I think uh, I think that discussion is going to start in the courts from Ontario's point of view uh, in a couple of weeks and uh, you know I think we're going to hear more and more people talking about the cost of this tax not just on gas and not just on home heating you know the food that's delivered in in you know comes in trucks and uh, diesel's going up seven cents so uh, you know those big tanks uh, on those trucks that's you know 50 60 bucks a truckload that's all going to get passed along yet you've got the federal government saying in their promo material and otherwise 80 percent of Canadians are going to come out net positive on this in rebates or tax credits well, and, it, and it's just a, it's an interesting argument. The point, they say, of this tax of essentially punishing people for things they have to do, like drive and heat their home, is that they want to change their behavior. And yet they're telling them they're going to give them more money back. So it's like when you know, put taxes on cigarettes to stop people from smoking, but then we, we cut them a check, uh, you know, they're going to go buy more cigarettes at the end of the year. So, you know, I think, you know, this has not been implemented well. Um, we've had the Ontario Energy Board not in a position to, to move ahead. We've had businesses concerned. You know, it's it's a bad tax. It's, it's not necessary necessary and it's it's being done badly so again i think i think people are justly concerned about it and we're going to make sure we keep raising those concerns again rod phillips the minister of the environment on the carbon tax imposed on ontario uh, today 
And going forward, notwithstanding a court challenge, uh, it escalates over the years uh, to a point where uh, $10 more per ton emitted uh, till we get to 2022, and it's $50 a ton. Beyond that, it's anybody's guess because that's been left wide open, so uh, perhaps that's an ominous note. But let me ask you, Minister Phillips, I mean, the real question, does it curb emissions? What's the experience in other precincts or jurisdictions? You know, you know, it, it has been different and, and more or less success, successful in different jurisdictions. But, you know, we, we worry about Ontario. And, you know, in Ontario, we have to remember that since 2005, which is the benchmark year that everyone uses, Ontario has already reduced its emissions by 22%. That's while the rest of Canada has gone up by 3%. So we put forward a plan that doesn't have a job-killing carbon tax. It doesn't have a carbon tax. It's going to punish families to get the 8% that get us to the Prime Minister's targets. And he, he said that to the world, and he wanted 30% reductions. And so we're at 22, and we'll get to the 30%. So, you know, if the other provinces, uh, you know, the places like British Columbia use a carbon tax, if they think it's it's a, an approach to use, um, I don't have any problem with that. But, you know, that's why we put out a Made in Ontario plan. Um, what I know is that, it, you know, affordability is a big issue. There's a lot of costs on, on families a lot of costs on businesses. We need to be able to compete. We need people to be able to afford to stay in their homes and heat their homes. And we don't need this carbon tax uh, to fight climate change. Uh, you know, let Catherine McKenna and Justin Trudeau get out there and tell everybody there's only one way to fix, you know, a problem as big as climate change. I don't think that makes sense to, to sensible people when they listen. Well, you know, it's interesting. Last hour, we were talking to the founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada, Jocelyn Bamford, who uh, weighed in and said the impact on business is going to be immediate and uh, it'll certainly be passed on, which is something that uh, I guess uh, the people behind the federal plan are not really telling us when they say you're going to get a rebate on this and that for your own personal emissions. Uh, But this idea, the impact on business, and there are certain exemptions for large emitters. How does that square? Well, you know, again, we've all and we've always said, listen, you know, the big polluters, they're, they're not against doing their share. And in our plan, they, they help do their share. But but at this case, you're going to be and, and the concerned manufacturers represent that really heartland of, of mid-sized manufacturing that employs so many Ontarians. And it's been so under pressure. These are the 300,000 jobs. These were businesses like these that left under Kathleen Wynne and Dalton McGinty. So what they've been saying is, listen, we already have some of the highest electricity rates in the world because of some of those policies. And now we're going to be put with another tax. And if we're competing against Michigan, Ohio, or frankly, internationally, like some of those companies do, um, how can we afford to compete that way? So, so you know, we, we've, you know, again, we have a plan that will deal with the Prime Minister's targets. Um, it doesn't involve, you know, putting job creators like the, the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers or bigger companies under pressure. Um, it also small businesses. I mean, you know, if you have three or four vehicles in your fleet and you're, uh, you're a plumber, uh, you know, you know, the gas just went up you know, five cents, and it's going to go up to 11 cents, uh, you know, a, a liter. You know, that's a lot. You're, you know, you're being punished, essentially, for running your business. It's, um, it's not fair, and, uh, and I think it's going to be an argument that, uh, again, we're going to keep making over and over. You know, CFIB, you know, did a poll. You know, I think you guys may have reported on it, but 87% of small businesses oppose this. That's because they know the impacts of it, and it's going to be fewer jobs and, frankly, fewer small businesses. Again, with Rod Phillips, the Minister of the Environment, just an aside, you know, uh, some people even proffer that Ontario is actually a carbon sink, you know, given all the trees and how, you know, the carbon is sucked into them for photosynthesis and so on and so forth. I mean, I don't know if that even enters the equation or does it. You know, I know, I mean, there are... 
listen, climate, uh, the, the approach to climate and dealing with carbon has multifaceted. We, for instance, set up a carbon trust that's going to be $400 million we committed to through the campaign that's going to help invest in real opportunities to, to reduce reduce greenhouse gases. You know, we've we've already said that we'll be putting higher ethanol standards. You know, John, that actually makes that actually makes gasoline cheaper, um, but also is better for the environment. You can you can do both things at once. But, you know, this idea that a carbon tax is the only solution, um, I think, you know, I, again, I've said to Catherine McKenna, you know, don't be so dogmatic. We're agreeing on the problem. Why are you so focused on the solution? But uh, I mean, they just say the same thing over and over again, which is, um, I think, going to become tiresome when people see those those you know gas bills fill up and it's another five or six dollars every time you fill your tank, or uh, food gets more expensive, or is Enbridge you know raises your rates eleven percent? That's uh, that's real money. Is this really uh, proposed to be a dedicated tax, or do you have a sense this is just going to be a, a revenue stream? <laughs> It's, it's unclear. You know, the, there's been a lot of discussion in Ottawa, and I give credit to the federal opposition. They've been asking the finance minister and others whether this will be dedicated, and the answer has been no answer, which tells me probably not. Um, you know, when, when economists talk about it working, by the way, you mentioned 10 and $20 a ton. They say you need $200 a ton. So at $200 a ton, we're talking about a $0.30 cent increase in, in gas. So I think people have legitimate questions. This hasn't been well organized. As I mentioned, you know, the Ontario Energy Board hasn't even been in a position to move forward with that 11% increase. And, I mean, that's good for people come April, but guess what? That's all going to get tacked on at the end because the government didn't have the rules in place. So uh, there's a lot of questions that need to be answered, um, including uh, where the money's going to go. And, uh, you know, I think we need to hold the federal government accountable for that and keep asking the question, if there's a plan that's going to meet your objectives already, why is it you need a carbon tax? And the answer is you don't. It's interesting. You cited $200 a ton. I actually heard 300 bandied about. So uh, it's anybody's guess is a big question mark looming over this. You're quite right. It's, it's and I you I was you know 200 to 300 dollars a ton is what a lot of economists talk about. One of them who won a Nobel Prize talked as much as 3500 dollars a ton. Well, that's a <laughs> bit of a range, you know. And uh, but but you know there is also just a a belief uh, that I think I think the federal government is out of touch with with the reality of life in Ontario that people should just stop driving their cars. Um, you know, if frankly there've been better investments in infrastructure over the last 15 years, more people could take transit. Our government is spending a record amount of money improving transit and transportation. But you know, guess what? We're still going to need vehicles uh, for the foreseeable future. We're still going to be using gasoline for the foreseeable future, and we shouldn't be, you know, saying the commuters are the polluters that that, that need to be punished. Uh, it's uh, it's not it's not necessary to hit the climate objectives that. Prime Minister said, and it's not fair, and it doesn't recognize just how expensive life is for people. Minister Phillips, just a, a one or two more quick ones here while I've still got you. Uh, there are some critics who are coming out now in anticipation of this ad campaign, I guess that would be, uh, again, trying to win hearts and minds against the carbon tax, uh, and it's taxpayer-funded. Uh, is there a problem with that? You know, we've made it clear that we're going to use every tool in our toolkit, and that includes the courts that we talked about and, you know, all the other tools that, um, you know, I got my postcard from the federal government reminding me to collect my, I can't remember the name of their, their rebate, uh, you know, and so, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to, this is an important fight. It's important for jobs. It's important for the economy. So, so we're not going to shy away from using the tools the government has. And, uh, you know, as I said, our court, our court challenge starts in a couple of weeks and people will expect to continue to hear from myself, from my fellow ministers certainly from Doug Ford, who's been very clear and very passionate on this. Um, this is 
this is this is an argument that people are going to keep hearing us make because it matters so much to Ontario families and Ontario businesses. Just finally, uh, I'm curious because, as you say, of the court case being launched in a couple of weeks and uh, as it drags on, in the event that you win on the constitutional ground cited, uh, do Ontarians get reimbursed retroactively for what they had to pay in? You know, John, that's a great question, and I'm going to go ask somebody that right after we get off the phone. I haven't, uh, <laughs> that's a, that's a, but I think I think you know, it's, it, I believe what ha- you know, if if we are successful in the court, and we do think this is an unconstitutional tax. I expect that the federal government will probably appeal it, and and you know, not to show our cards early, but if if we're unsuccessful at the first level of the courts, we'll probably appeal it as well. So I think this is something that that people in Ontario and Canada are going to be hearing about uh, for a while to come. And keep in mind, it's not just Ontario in the courts. There's six provinces that uh, that disagree with the federal climate plan. And, you know, four of them, you know, Manitoba, ourselves, uh, New Brunswick, Saskatchewan, are challenging the court. Alberta, which I remind everybody is an NDP province, doesn't agree with the federal government's climate plan. And PEI, that's a liberal province, doesn't agree with the federal government's climate plan. So you got a majority of provinces and a majority of people in this country represented by people saying, we don't have to have a carbon tax to fight climate change. And interestingly, the political uh, landscape is apt to change in some smaller, larger part, uh, who knows, within the year. So we'll let it go with that. It's always good to uh, get an update on this file from you, and uh, we'll watch with interest. Thanks so much, Rod. Thank you, John. You got it. Rod Phillips, again, is the Environment Minister on this carbon tax that was implemented today. But you know that. You've gone past a gas station or to a gas station, so you're fully apprised of uh, what the impact is in the immediate. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.